Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. I know I'm pushing out episodes more than usual, but there's a lot of stuff going on. So to get into the news and paranormal news, if you are a fan of I Am Legend, there will be two stars in the upcoming I Am Legend movie, Michael B. Jordan and Will Smith. And this movie will set place decades after the original. Now, apparently in I Am Legend, there was an alternate ending, which I actually do not recall. I've seen the movie. It was a good movie. And the ending that I saw in that movie was Will Smith ultimately dying. Apparently, there was an alternate ending, which they're going to make canon. And they are going to include Michael B. Jordan and Will Smith reappearing decades later from the original movie. So if you're a fan of zombie apocalypse and... Things going bad with vaccines in the medical field, because if I remember correctly, that's exactly what happened. I Am Legend 2 will be coming out. I have to actually add this, because this is something that I've been talking on. Apparently, Netflix did a movie called White Noise, which was about a train derailment in 1984 that causes an airborne toxic event. And the movie was shot and filmed in Ohio in 2022. Now, I don't remember the movie name, but I do remember during the pandemic, and I posted this on my Instagram page, SWAB underscore podcast, which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast. I do recall during the pandemic, I think about month two when things were really bad, um, probably along the lines of April, that there was a movie out on Netflix about a outbreak and a pandemic. And it's very odd when things are going on that we have movies on Netflix that are in conjunction with real life events. It's almost like, hey, we're gonna tell you something's gonna happen and we're gonna do it via a movie on a streaming service just to give you guys a heads up. Thank you, Uncle Sam. So that's pretty much crazy, right? So to get into this episode today, um, this is going to be a part one of part two episode. And it's about something that is going on that I have a theory in and you're going to hear me talk about it with a guest that's going to be coming on shortly. I'm going to dial him in and I will let you guys know that when I dial in guests, which I should have announced many podcasts ago because I've had a lot of guests on, that the audio quality gets a little bit, um, it doesn't really sound as good i'm sorry to sorry to say that you dial people in and have them on on the phone during the podcast the audio is going to be a little bit iffy so i'm just giving you guys an advanced apology on that but i'm going to dial someone in a good friend of mine that used to be in my paranormal research group and we're going to get into a conversation but something i didn't include in my news segment as my background music dies down is today in kissimmee florida something else happened okay another explosion involving chemicals hundreds of plastic containers burn in massive fire at plant nursery in kissimmee florida more than 70 fighters responded to a massive fire at a nursery in kissimmee florida on thursday morning where nearly five acres of plastic planters caught fire sending plumes of smoke into the air fire was reported at 2 a.m. behind Nursery Supplies Incorporated, according to Osella County Fire Rescue. Definitely didn't pronounce that right. Osella County Fire Rescue. At the time, two acres of plastic planters were reportedly on fire, which spread to five acres, officials said. Helicopter video showed the massive blaze with multiple fire trucks pouring water onto the fumes as smoke billowed into the air. Now, that happened today. Now, that is like three or four fires with with plastic and chemicals. And it's just, at this point, you cannot say this is accidental. Because this is just like one after another after another. Accidental is, you know, Palestine, Ohio, and that's it. We got Arizona. We got Texas. We have Kissimmee, Florida. That's, that's not accidental. It's like this is something is legitimately going on. And now we go to the video of, I believe, governors or uh, I mean, a governor or um, a official from there going to the water in the surrounding area and throwing 
rocks in the water and you could literally see what looks like oil in the water. You know, when you uh, spill gas on cement or there's oil or gasoline on streets or sidewalks, it has that rainbow-esque color. What they're doing is people, even regular people are taking video of it. And they're throwing rocks and they're stirring little water uh, streams with, with, with sticks and, and throwing rocks in it. And when the ripples occur, you can see the chemicals literally sitting in the water. There are other videos of people in the area, even miles away from Palestine, Ohio, boiling water. And in the outline, the outer part of the pan that they're boiling water in, it's coming up like a white foam. So the water is definitely contaminated. The air quality is definitely bad. People are reporting headaches. People are feeling sick. They're feeling lethargic. They're getting nauseous. It is for the for the people, the environmental protection agencies that responded to this, the OSHA people that went there and responded to this and told people to go back into their house, whether it was hours later or a day or two later, definitely made a big mistake. And there's a rumor going around that officials are going around to people and asking families and people in the area to sign paperwork saying liability waivers. Like, what? Like, what's going on? So that's just an update on that. Basically an update to the chemical warfare episode that I aired not too long ago. But um, I actually just wanted to take the time before I dial uh, my buddy Nick in and uh, show you audio from something about UFOs that the White House apparently released. So I'm going to go right into it right now. Hopefully you guys can hear the audio. I'm going to bring it up. Um, but this is, this is, this is just funny to me. So I'm going to bring it up right now. Just bear with me for a second as I pull it up. Cause I'm going through a lot of files right now. Okay, here we go. Aliens. Okay, I'm going to start, I'm going to start it over. White House tells governors that thousands of objects in the skies aren't aliens. However, they could be a bird, a plane. No, they could be used car lot balloons. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm sorry I, I, I uh, messed up the audio there and uh, it took some time to bring up, but I was kind of laughing um, like this guy was on, on Instagram. I believe Graham Allen. Um, the White House released a report that... The thousands of objects that people are seeing in the skies, okay, and I, I guess they mean, I guess as of recent, are used car lots and sales, cars, you know, places where they sell ca- uh, cars, they're balloons that they let go. So you mean to tell me, and this is the report, and, and this goes to show you that the government it really thinks people i'm giggling as i say this the government really thinks people are stupid so you're basically saying that that tic tac video that was released from a from navy fighter pilots was a used car lots balloon that was in the air that that this thing was going in and out of the water and doing like mach 8 and making extreme turns like a balloon can do that let me tell you if i had a balloon that can do that I, 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 I wouldn't be living in New York City. I would be performing somewhere or I would have a patent on it and, and it'd be making a lot of money. Like this is the, the, the stupidity of the government where they come up with these insane you know, news reports and say, here, we're going to give this to the people and they're going to believe it. You know, like it, it just very, very funny, which is actually leading me into my guest on my podcast as we're going to discuss a whole slew of things in regards of this UFO subject, because as per the title of this episode, I, I think that they're actually starting to retract or backtrack and they're using very unique methods to do so because the UFO thing is, I don't think they expected it to blow up. You know, they did it during the pandemic. They released that UFOs are in fact real and they did it during the pandemic where only X amount of the population caught on to the news report and really stay tuned and research stuff about it. There are people like Jeremy Corbell, Billy Carlson, Joe Rogan, 
who are seriously in-depth looking into this UFO stuff. And I think they're talking about it a little bit more than the government likes them to talk about it. So I think, and I haven't heard this elsewhere yet, except for maybe Jeremy Corbell, but I, I honestly think that my theory and and maybe maybe you hear you heard it here first on the Say What Again Billy podcast, but I think they're using everything going on, which is actual events, which is air quotes accidental events, to redact and retract and cause people, which it is working, to tell people to make people think that UFOs are fake. Oh, we're shooting down extraterrestrial spacecraft that are supposed to be high tech that can jump into dimensional uh, dimensions and fly through space and they're releasing these stories and they're causing people to to go back on believing in ufos and that's what i firmly believe so i'm gonna get nick dialed in here and he's gonna join in on the podcast momentarily Hey, everybody, I want to welcome to the show now, Nick, welcome to the Say What Again, Billy podcast. Hey, Billy, man, how you doing tonight, brother? How's everything going, brother? Thank you for coming on. So just to give you guys a little uh, heads up, I've been having some people on since about season one on my podcast, and I failed to mention that when I have guests on, except for uh, my wife, actually, a few episodes ago. I do call in. So the audio quality is going to be a little bit more poorer than than usual. So I'm just giving you guys a heads up on this case. But I want to welcome Nick. He was one of the members of my paranormal research group that was called the IUH many years ago when I did a research group. And um, he was one of the most active members. We covered a lot of stuff together. So He's on the podcast today to cover a certain category, but before we get into that, before we get into the episode with Nick, I wanted to get a little background on him and let him explain what his fortes are, some of his degrees that he has, and why he's valuable to giving a, you know, speech and being on the podcast tonight. All right. So, I mean, I'll be brief on that because I, I, you know, I I don't want to focus on me too topics, but um you know i went to school i uh i grew up in Belly. We're, we're friends about 25 years now he's right we did work together uh for a great number of years um with paranormal investigations um i'm a big proponent of being open-minded all right there's things that science can't explain and you know i'm also a fan of science but when i say science i don't mean the mass market media science i mean actual fact Uh, Not statistics that are presented to highlight X, Y, or Z. I mean everything. If you're going to talk facts, you're going to talk facts, right? Right. Everything. We got to be honest about facts. Like there's a left side, there's a right side, there's a middle. I don't want, I don't want any skewed perspectives. I want to see everything, right? But I'm also not stupid. And there are things that we can't explain. There are things that I've seen with Pilly that still make me think about at night. And this is, I'm talking about two decades ago. So... Um, you know, I'm a city boy. I was, I grew up in the same area as Billy. Um, you know, I had a Catholic school upbringing. Um, I did go to, I went to a a Catholic university and I got a degree in philosophy and theology. So I can't talk in in those subject matters. Um, I do have master's degrees for them right now. Um, you know, in my particular field of expertise, uh, it's not necessarily supernatural, but you know, my my area of expertise allows me a great deal of um, um, open-mindedness, open-mindedness, speechifying, if you will. I know I'm making that word up. Yeah. Uh, but, but the ability to talk to others is something that, you know, I've been taught the ability to manage my time and directly address something and then allow others to find their answers. That's something that I'm really good at. So, um, I can talk about a range of topics and when it's something I'm passionate about or something that I, I follow personally, then I have the ability to kind of dissect it and dissect it from a logical point of view, which is how I kind of, my brain functions normally and, um, or dissect it from a, excuse me, <clears throat> dissect it from a spiritual or supernatural kind, you know, kind of view where we're looking at it from beyond the science that we're capable of comprehending currently. Right. That's, that's, that's a good breakdown of it. So 
the um one of the reasons I actually asked you to come on is I I needed your help to get like an opinion, and I I feel that you're you know one of my friends that is at that level where you be perfect to break this down and give a good opinion and intelligence level to this to the subject. And (laughs) yeah, so we all know, I feel like in the last few weeks, I've been covering a lot of conspiracies. Matter of fact, in season three, I've been covering a lot more conspiracies than I have in my previous two seasons. And in the last couple of days, matter of fact, in the last couple of weeks, there's been a slew of things that have been happening that fall under the category of conspiracy, where now I feel conspiracy is now becoming facts. Like conspiracy had a definition of being a a theory of what can be going on, but is not true at all. But, Listen, you're, you're only paranoid if they're not actually following you. So I get what you're saying. Yes. So we had the, and I spoke about this on uh, my last episode with another guest, but we had the avian flu And that was being blamed for the egg shortages. But under the radar, there's been egg plants, not the the vegetable, but egg plants and farms that have mysteriously been burning down. And the media has really, really failed to report these, these like accidents in air quotes. And then we have the trains and trucks that are derailing and getting into accidents and causing chemicals to leak into the water and the soil and the air. And then today, around noon, I found out that a factory, I believe, in Kissimmee, Florida, mysteriously went up in flames. And it was the a factory that makes sorts of plastics, which, of course, plastics being burned are not essentially the most healthiest thing to be breathing in. And that happened today. Now, I'm not getting into that. I'm actually going into what they've been reporting and using as a smokescreen. And that is no other than UFOs. So I wanted to get your opinion on what do you think they are doing with the UFO information? Are, you know, are they using it as a distraction or a smokescreen? Are they openly telling us there is something that is more concerning than the previous last few years. It's always funny, right? Um, I work in an industry and I won't name it because, uh, you know, in our co- our context of the modern world, canceling is very much a thing. Um, so I'm not going to name my industry per se, but I do work in an industry where it allows me a lot of time to have diatribe and, and conversations. And one of the big things I always talk about is I don't personally, personally me, I don't believe in coincidence. Coincidence is is a non-starter for me. Things happen. I believe in patterns. I believe in in things happening and timing being essential. Coincidence, I don't have the luxury of believing in. In fact, so much so that had I not gone into the field I'm in, I probably would have been a police officer because I don't allow for certain things to exist in my mind. And that's one of them. And, you know, so that being said, not believing in coincidence, it's... It's amazing to me that, yes, there are a lot of things in the media that we kind of skirt by, right? And you can say you lean left. You can say you lean right. You say you're in the middle, which is most of the people, right? That's the amazing thing. Most people are in the middle, and we forget that um, as, as, it, as group, right? Individual person understands that most people are in the middle, whether they're moderate or conservative, whichever side of the line you want to say you draw on. But, you know, everybody's always talking about the extreme left and extreme right. right. I, let me not get too far into that, though. But we have all these things in the news. Um, You know, we have a lot of scandals that are going on that we haven't heard resolutions to. Um, You know, let's see, off the top of my head, you have the laptop issue. You have all these these, uh, confidential documents in all these politicians' homes. You have um, the – I said the laptop issue. The um, Epstein. Epstein, thank you. I couldn't think of it for a second. The Epstein thing, the Giselle Maxwell thing. I mean, just laying – we we don't we don't hear resolutions to these things because the next thing comes up and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing right so now let's 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 leave all to that to the side for a second uh, and and I'll cover like the the UFO part of it right and then we'll go back if you don't mind um, so UFOs I mean I, we'd be kind of really I know humans are egotistical 
But like how egotistical would we have to be to believe in all the universe and the universe is vast, that we are the only sentient species that ever was, you know, came out of design and creation. I mean, of the entire universe, we're the only species, the only planet. If that's such BS, we would have to, we, we would have to be the greatest thing that's ever existed. And um, knowing human nature, if we're the greatest thing that ever existed, the universe is kind of screwed. Um, I agree. But uh, so, you know, that being said, let's say that they're, they're UFOs, right? And, and the funny part about the, the term UFO, you and I know, uh, we've, we've had a conversation about this before, um, alphabet soup, whatever you want to say, they won't even call them UFOs in, in the media. They're um, UAVs or P- UAPs? UAP. UAP. Yes. Right, unidentified uh, aerial <laughs> phenomenon. Thank you. <laughs> I lose track. I mean, you know, you make up new statements all the time. But um, okay, so the scary part about that, in my opinion, is I've been reading a whole bunch of articles on it, right, from different sources because I always like to look at every kind of perspective when I look at it because you get the whole picture that way. And um, the big thing, the big push that I keep seeing is, oh, well, our technology is catching up. So these items, they were slower or they were too high or they, you know, they're prevalent now, the drones, right? I mean, when we were growing up, drones were never a thing, a, a pipe dream. Now yeah. they're a thing. Everybody's got a drone and like, you know, you got to have legislation for all these drones flying here, flying there. I mean, even Amazon's going to use drones to deliver things, right? So, um, the scary part about that, in my opinion, is if our tech is just catching up now, how bad are we in the United States? How far behind are we from the rest of the world that we can't detect? And I'll just use the balloon, right? Everybody knows the balloon, the big one that was in the media, that we can't detect the balloon. Like how how far behind and how far or less advanced is our tech? And we're supposed to be the innovators of tech. Um, that's a scary thought. But let's assume it isn't let's assume they're real ufo why are we only hearing about it now 20 years ago i spent some time in florida we saw a phenomenon in the sky you couldn't explain and that was when there's a lot less city lights so you could actually see the skyline uh you hear fighter pilots all these guys that are in the military was you know retired say they saw things in the sky go flying blowing right past them again if that's um other countries tech that's scary and if it's not you know, again, interesting because now we get to explore. I mean, aliens picked a really bad time to come visit us if they are visiting us. Um, but it's funny that they're all, all the news stories are hitting now, right? We have the laptop story. We have, you know, all these explosions, uh, the food shortage, inflation still being high, uh, problems worldwide. You have world leaders retiring. You have Epstein. You have Maxwell. I mean, we can go down the list. Why now? Impeccable timing. So I'm actually going to piggyback off of things you just said right there. So I feel like the whole UFO thing before it became UAP has been a thing for quite some time. And to my listeners, my repeat listeners, and even my new ones, um, my last episode, which was chemical warfare, I had a guest on and we touched base on, on, on UFO things and stuff like that. And, um, you know, UFOs have been a topic, never a popular one, but it's been a topic since right after Roswell, in my opinion, it got very big. And not, I think if I'm not mistaken, the date 1967, I believe Roswell, New Mexico, that whole ordeal happened where the... UFO it, it uh, crashed down, and it was it was an unidentified flying object. And within days, the news the new initial news report was redacted, and it said it was a weather balloon. And I feel like that kicked off the frenzy of UFOs. And in the seventies, UFO sightings and stories, and even the abduction stories, were big. They picked up, and then in the nineties is when more people and more shows came out about it were from shows like sightings, which was one of the original like paranormal shows that I grew up with to shows that unsolved mysteries when the original unsolved mysteries was on 
and not on Netflix because they just rejuvenated it, they would have the occasional UFO stories. So it's been around, it's been talked about, and there's been numerous sightings for years and years and years. Within the last three years, in um, COVID, during 2020, COVID, during the lockdowns, during the pandemic, UFO sightings doubled. And they were being sighted at a large clip. And then during the pandemic, they announced that the Pentagon is basically admitting that UFOs are in fact real. There is something flying around up there. They released the footage from the Navy Air Force, uh, the Navy, which has an Air Force that they fly off the fire, uh, the, the carriers, yep. and they released the video of the Tic Tac. And if you watch numerous YouTube videos and even Joe Rogan's podcast where he interviewed the pilots, they describe something that they've never seen that technology before, nor do they think, nor do I think personally, that any country has the technology to do what these, th- these things did. From being from going at Mach 7 or higher, going into the water, staying in the water, bubbling the water where it was shallow enough for it to be underwater, but able to see from the sky when they were circling around this thing, it shot up from the water and disappeared and then reappeared. In my opinion, throughout throughout from the 50s all the way up until now, these things are not, in my opinion, are not human and i believe that the ufos are real and they kind of set us up like it's like an alley-oop in in basketball and they started in 2020 conveniently during covid as we said the timing and the coincidence as you said is impeccable and they released the the news of ufos at a time where people wouldn't pay attention to it really so 50 percent of us out of let's say 100 caught the news of this and we're like, oh, shit, they admitted it. And then the other 50% were concerned with what? COVID. Now we fast forward to 2023, where we have Epstein's client list might get leaked out or be made visible. You have documents being found in, 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 in homes of former vice presidents and now sitting presidents when they were a vice president. You have chemical leaks that are, air quotes again, accidents. Um, inflation and food shortages. And now they're running with UFOs. So now in my opinion, and you can tell me if you agree or disagree, in my opinion, I think the UFO thing is real. I just choose they're, they're making this uh, a topic of conversation to really sway us away and put our attention elsewhere. Because if we're too focused on that we won't focus on other things that would probably be major news. Right. Uh, you know, I totally agree. Um, you know, UFO sightings were crackpot theory in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. I mean, even into the 90s and the 2000s, you, you're a nut if you're saying, oh, I saw UFOs. Okay. All right. You're a, you're a paranoid. You're a, you're a crackpot. You're a, you're, a, you're a head case. Okay. Fine. I buy it. I mean, nobody else is seeing these things or it's only one in a million or one in a hundred million, whatever. I mean, if there's 10 people in the whole world that saw it, maybe we are paranoid, right? Maybe we just got something wrong with us. But you're right. Now, multiple sightings, multiple sightings and unredacted reports and released reports. Timing-wise, terrible because, well, all right, well, you know, we got a food shortage and we got high prices on food and Things are still sky high. Yeah, they're coming down a little bit, but this is the worst it's been since the Depression. Uh, I think statistically, if we look that up, right, if we match it side by side, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere this is as close to the Depression we've ever been, um, at least in the last, like, 100 years. Um, hmm. Why is it not a crackpot theory right now? And, you know, and even if it's not a crackpot theory, why are we ignoring the aspect that these could be legitimate um, outside of human uh, and we're going to try and scientifically devolve it to uh, a technology we couldn't track. Again, if we go that route, how scary is that, right? Uh, you're admitting basically that your country does not have the capabilities of matching someone. and Or something. Or something. And then secondly, you're admitting if it's not something, but it's someone else, you're admitting you don't even know who someone else is. 
And if you do, you're not telling the people like, you know, if you wanted the people to gather together and, and, and get scientific reason, have it be a unifying thing. Well, name somebody. And I'm not picking any country in particular because I'm not trying to piss anybody off, but name somebody. Say like, oh, this is this person's tech or this is that person's tech. And we can, we know, we just don't know how they did it. Okay. Now, you know, either it's that, which is, you know, then we look like idiots just here, like just in general, like our, our, our intelligence doesn't look that intelligent or it is a real thing. And it's a, as you say, distraction. Okay. Um, why is it okay to be a theory now? And it wasn't 20 years ago. I mean, we can go into diatribe on like certain things like it said now, like, oh, we evolved and we can talk about this now. And this is okay to talk about 20 years ago. Wasn't okay. But societally speaking, 20 years ago, you're still the same people that were around 20 years ago. You just, you got older. Usually when you get older, you're less likely to talk about things like this. So what's changed? Why is this now the major talking point? Why is this the, the cue card on the news? Why? Well, as you say, as I say, um, you know, you, you do have inflation still kind of high. You do have gas prices ridiculous. You do have, um, you know, a push for climate change, which I agree with. We need to, you know, work towards some greener things. But, um, you know, I had my, my own child came up to me and said, oh, electric cars are better than, than uh, gas power cars. I go, okay, why? And, you know, said, all right, use less fossil fuels. Okay, great. So but what is the distraction? And again, I'm just using this as a counterpoint example, right? The distraction is, I agree, EVs could be better than fossil fuel cars. However, where do we get the batteries from natural resources? We got to dig in the ground. When you dig in the ground, you got to spread a lot of carbon. You spread more carbon digging up the items for the battery than you do with a car that uses gasoline. And then 10 years down the road, we still don't have the tech. And I know I just read this article that they're giving money to recycle these batteries right now. We don't have the tech to recycle these batteries. So again, we distract from the things that we don't know with something sensational and what's more sensational kind of flying saucer right yeah i i i agree and you know it's crazy not, not to get off subject but back where with the with the electric cars you know I, I i don't know the the date or the timeline but california they set a date where they're going to stop selling gas cars and, and go to electric and i know the poverty rate obviously by by seeing all the homeless in california how are you going to force everyone to buy an electric car because teslas are expensive i can't buy one nor do I want one. And what are you going to do in the midst of a recession to prepare to to now make gas stations into electric stations? And then you're you're going to overload electricity, which would probably mean for everybody in California, if this still goes through, where the electric bill and in and, and California is susceptible to a lot of things, water shortages, earthquakes. God forbid an earthquake happens and, and the electric goes down. Now you have thousands upon thousands, millions of people that can't charge their car and can't leave. And then you have city emergency crews that are probably going to be using, well, because you, you're forcing that, that hand, that law to have electric vehicles. They can't charge their cars now to respond to an emergency if something major happens. And we do know California is on major fault lines mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like this <laughs> it's just so much that that you know it doesn't make sense you know like i can think i'm not i don't have degrees i've openly i've openly admitted you know i don't have degrees and have the intelligence of a college person but sometimes common sense goes a long way you know do you do, do they take the time to think about well, these things these other things that could go wrong well, you know, uh, Murphy's Law, right? This isn't a college thing. I think uh, chemistry thing. Murphy's Law, what can't go wrong will go wrong, okay? Um, and I do have college degrees, but uh, I want to tack on a statement you just said, common sense. Common sense ain't so common anymore, brother. Um, the thing is, right, like you said, um, it's, it's, and the date, by the way, is 2035, if I remember right. So you're talking about 12 years down the road. You're assuming your best case scenarios that this recession is we're completely out of it. You know, I mean, we doubled that. We're old enough that we saw a recession in eight, 
in maybe not a recession. What do they call it? No, it was a recession. 2008. 2008. Mm-hmm. And now, now it's 15 years later. So you're telling me in 12 years, we're going to be completely clear? Maybe we are. Maybe we're not. Okay. Gas prices are ridiculous now anyways. But yeah, your homeless population in California is high. We're, we're hearing all the time with these climate change issues that, you know, um, uh, it's causing droughts. It's causing overheating. Okay. So now you, you're putting... You're putting pressure on the electric grid because of the vehicles. What about the air units? Okay, you in California's hot. Okay, in general, it was always hotter than New York. And uh, now you you got earthquakes, you got drought, you got heat, extreme heat. And I was talking about hundred, you know, triple triple degree heat without humidity, so just straight heat. And um, so you, you everybody in there. Let's say everybody's got one. Let's say let's say it's fifteen million people all have an electric vehicle. Let's use an arbitrary number. Okay, 15 million people are charging their car. And that doesn't include business cars and that doesn't include emergency service cars. So let's kick it up to 20 million to be nice and fair and round. All them cars are charging. How are you running the air conditioning units at night? You're not. Want, open You're your not. windows. Yeah. Open your windows. Go to a cooling center. Cooling center is going to run out too. Oh, what's your backup plan? Oh, a gas generator. I thought we couldn't use gas. Okay. Your homeless population. Where are you going to put them? In shelters? Okay. What are you going to run it on? Electricity. It's going to be a lot of people. That's going to be a lot of power. That's going to be a lot of, you know, drain. Okay. Oh, well, we're going to use wind and water. Oh, let's talk about wind and water. Isn't this the big now, if you're paying attention to articles, on all these whales washing up dead on shore, uh, you know, not too far away from all these wind, uh, not wind, I apologize, these water, no, it is wind, I apologize, wind, but it's outside in, in the open sea, all these wind um, turbines that they're trying to build and, and create wind power. I get it. I get moving away from the carbon emissions and moving towards these things. But if they are not sustainable, if they are creating more of a problem, forcing us and forcing people to, to adopt them before you can show, A, that you can reduce the cost to the average Joe, like me and you, and that you can actually show that these things work and don't cause more environmental damage than you're trying to reduce, what the hell's the point? Listen, dude, I, I, I'm a firm believer and, and I, I don't have the knowledge to get into the conversation. All I can say is I remember, I believe I, I and I could be wrong. And this is why it's great to have you on the on the episode. Was it Al Gore that said um, the 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 ice caps or something would melt and there'd be flooding and and all these things. And I, I don't know if it was Al Gore or not. Um, but remember, it was some very high profile, very high up in the rank uh, per, pol- political figure. And here we are in 2023. And from certain studies, the ice caps are, you know, perfectly fine. Water hasn't risen. They had to take signs down in California and Alaska that said um, this area will be flooded soon. Um, Weather Channel, former employees and directors of that channel um, going on on air and literally saying that not climate change, global warming, because that was the, the, you know, the original name for it. Um, Global warming was full of, you know, just all bullshit. And then, you know, you you post that interview and it was a real deal interview, said Weather Channel at the bottom and had the person's name. And, you know, and then, of course, because social media, I'm surprised I'm surprised in the last few weeks my podcast hasn't got flagged or banned especially on on instagram but you know you try to post that video and it just gets boop disappears i um went on tiktok the other day and i've been using tiktok as a way to put my podcast out there for people to know about it i really don't have that much content on there because i'm not really privy to how to use tiktok i I find it actually very complicated that's just me and i posted about this uh you know palestine ohio leak and I literally, literally posted a screenshot or a, a, a recording of what I posted on Instagram. Exact carbon copy. Posted it on TikTok. Used the music in the background. It will not, it, it, it says I meet, I, I don't meet community standings. It's violent. And it's literally the picture from MSNBC of the mushroom cloud that they did with And it says it's violent content. I'm like, wait a second. How is, you know, like, what is this? How is this getting banned or flagged as violent? 
when there's nothing incriminating, nothing in there that's that shows violence, no, no bad hashtags, nothing. It's literally a picture from a major media outlet and what I had on my Instagram page, which IG hasn't said anything about it. And it, it just goes to show you that when you post something like climate change or things like that, and you're kind of speaking something that they don't want to know, it kind of just like it gets blipped, you know, like a, like a Thanos snap. Yeah, uh, it's funny, right? Um, you know, you can watch social media and, um, you know, you can take it from the perspective of the, the hard, you know, like uh, no matter what you do, if you don't sell the narrative, it's going to get banned. And a lot of the times it does. And, um, you know, that was the whole thing with the Biden laptop, right? Like we wanted to ban it, ban it, ban it, ban it. And then now you see all the retractions coming out. We shouldn't have had this. We shouldn't have done that. Um, okay. Well, that would have never happened if, you know, who didn't buy Twitter. Right. Well, I mean, we, we, we could talk about him, um, but, you know, and then the, you know, the, the whole fiasco of the original buying and the not buying and the buying again. And oh, we're all gonna quit and leave Twitter if he buys it. I didn't see them quit and leave Twitter yet. I, I still see a lot of them on there tweeting. So, you know, it's the same people who say, uh, if this one gets elected, I'm leaving a country and then four years later they're still sitting there while the person's in office. Like, you know, you're yeah. not leaving it. I mean, you you can have emotions and that's fine, but you, you post something online, by the way. It's there forever. I don't care if you delete it. Somebody got it. Somebody screen grabbed it. It's there. Somebody will post it again. And it's going to come back to haunt you. I mean, you see all these K-files pop up all the time. You know, oh, they said this. Okay. Yeah. When somebody says something when they're 15, it's a little different than when somebody says something when they're in their 30s and they're just being uber emotional about it. When you're 15, you're an idiot. I mean, it's no offense, but like you've not fully formed your your cognitive thoughts yet so yeah. you are going to make a lot of mistakes and it's expected and to make most a lot of mistakes. most of us have except it's unfortunate some some of the people that became celebrities that you know they they posted it early early 20s early teens and something come back and, and bite them and i feel that if you're in a high standard and that happens then then you get canceled like i i don't know the actor's name but uh i know if you've watched the flash on cw and the guy that played in elongated band you know, he wrote something on Twitter and he was when he was in college, probably after a frat party. And and, and that got him uh, fired from the show and, and pretty much canceled. And he made the show at that point during the season, the, during The Flash, because it got real dull. But his character kept it alive. And that same scenario that you were just speaking of literally got him canceled and fired. You know, it's funny. We, I was just talking about that with a guy uh, I work with. You know, he he, he mentioned <laughs> he mentioned in the flash. He's like, "Oh, you watch season? You watching the final season?" I go, "No, honestly, I haven't watched it since uh, since Ralph Dibney got uh, kicked off the show, which is the Elongated Man, right?" And I can't, you know, I can't remember Zach. Um, Hartley Sawyer, maybe is his name. I, I could actually try to, to to Google it real quick as you as you talk. I, I think it's Hartley Sawyer. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's not the only one. I mean, but he was at the time most profile, the most high profile to me because I was watching the show at the time. Um, and then, you know, it did, it was dragging, was already getting long. In the yeah, it was, it I was, mean, it was like Sawyer, four, yeah. four or five years in. Shows get a little boring sometimes. And when you get to a level of a show like that, you know, you, you got to rely on, on good character interactions. And sometimes, the same static character interactions grow boring and make you not want to watch. I, when you watch a show that long, you got to have something that's holding you a procedural show, a fantasy show, whatever kind of genre it is. I mean, but not to get too far off topic. Um, crap. <laughs> got off so far off topic. I forgot where we were. Well, we um, were on, we were on the, um, the electricity grid and Elon Musk and, and the whole cancel. Right. cancel so, yeah, yeah. Right. And you were posting stuff and it was getting canceled. So like, you know, you can go that route, right, where everything just gets straight canceled, or you can go the route and say, okay, well, look, you know, I'm 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 publishing something that's counter to the the main narrative, and it because it's not, it's just not like, um, you know, my thing is, and uh, I don't remember which teacher taught me this years ago, but media does not exist for the purposes of telling the story. Unfortunately, and you know, I'm not trying to slander or libel any particular organization. Media exists; they're businesses, all right. And just like the NFL is a business, right? 
Well, even the players come out and say, I understand it's a business. It's not, a, it's not a, I'm not your friend. I'm your client or I'm your player. It's a business. I want my money. You want your product. And that's, that's fair. I mean, that's a negotiated business. Well, so is media. Media is a product that they need to sell so that they can sell subscribers. They can sell viewership and make a profit. They're not doing this for free. They're not doing this. Some of them do. Like there are, there are reporters I know and individuals that want to share the truth just to share the truth. But in general, the mechanism is to sell itself, right? Because they want to make a profit. It's a business. Point blank, the end. It's a business. It's a capitalist business. It wants a product. Go all the way back to the original owners of the newspapers. They were trying to make money. They're still trying to make money, okay? So you're not always going to get the truth. And whatever the higher point is, that's what's going to keep getting sold. All right? Fair point. You have an audience to the right. They're going to sell the right point of view. You have an audience to the left. They're going to sell the left point of view. And, you know, guys in the middle, girls in the middle, whomever, you lose out. Because unless you read everything, and it's almost impossible to do, unless you read everything, you don't get full details, which is why I go back to what I said earlier. Like, if we talk about science, I want all the facts. Not just one side's facts, not the other side's facts. I want all the facts. Let me yeah. make the decision. And I'll piggyback off that going on to, it. Uh, you know, it's a business. And, um, you know, I have a routine at night. And um, when I'm not recording, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I have a, a slew of things that I go through. Well, first off, I, I usually go on um, Discovery Plus and um, Travel Channel and History I scroll through that to see what's new on there. And um, when Paranormal Caught on Camera comes back on with their new season, because they never really announce when the season's ending or they're starting a new season, that's my go-to show to watch tons of videos. And I recommend that show if you haven't seen it. Then my next routine, if uh, there's nothing on the streaming service, which there hasn't really been anything new, sadly saying, because I, Par- I love Paranormal Caught on Camera and I love Discovery+. Plus. I go to social media and I, I scroll through, uh, you know, my, my Instagram page for the podcast, which is SWAB underscore podcast, which is short for the say what I get really podcast. And because of my algorithms and what I look at and, and, and I affiliate myself with, I see tons of other great podcast pages that, uh, I listen to many of them. I see videos and photos, and then I go to TikTok and I watch people's clips and, I've in the last month reshared tons and tons of content from very, you know, um, good people that do reels and podcasts and videos and YouTube channels. So I go through that at night and I'm looking through that's that's my content and and social media is a is a is a big thing. You know, that's that's what I do. I mean, that's, that's a, it, it's good in a sense, right? Because your social media is a little less, um, I mean, again, there's still businesses, right? They're still looking for subscribers. Um, but there's more, I feel, freedom in a sense because everybody's a content creator that goes on social media. You can post what you want. Some stuff's going to make it. Some stuff's going to get nailed. Some stuff's not going to make it. But social media has got that, it's not media media, right? It, the, the media part of social media is get me another subscriber. Oh, the, I got 10 yeah, million the today. media part of social media is regular Joes becoming celebrities. But what I was going to actually get to, and um, it's going to actually just going to ask you if you noticed this. So doing all this scrolling and going through social media, which is what I do besides recording. Um, what's the one topic? That if if I don't know if, how much you scroll through social media, but what's the one topic that's been on there? If you follow like the algorithms I follow, which is paranormal, what's the one topic talked about the most within the last week or two? I mean, it's got to be paranormal. It's got to be the UFOs. I think exactly, out there. exactly. Which goes back to what you just said not too long ago. The media. It's a business and they want to sell and make business and, and make stories. And what I've been seeing was in the last two weeks or a week that 
people are talking about UFOs, UFOs, UFOs. And what I wanted to get into with the remainder of our time is it's it to me, I have a theory that I wanted to open up and tell you. I, I really feel that they released the UFO information and news and I think they thought it was a good idea to do that. And then they did it really technically in 2020, right? I think it got so far out of there. Like they, they, I didn't think they expected it to take off as much as it did. Like I said, the the pandemic and COVID overshadowed the report of it dropping that it was real. I feel like it got so blown up that people like Billy Carlson, Jeremy Corbell, Joe Rogan, and other individuals that speak about UFOs have been blowing up the subject so much and releasing their own stuff that they they had to backtrack a little bit. Now, this is my theory. I don't. I, I've actually yet to hear another podcaster or another. Um, actually, Jeremy Corbell kind of touched on this, but I feel like maybe they're trying to actually backtrack using what's going on now as a diversion to backtrack and make people feel that UFOs aren't, aren't necessarily real, that it could be other things. So, and the reason I say that too, is I'm seeing a lot of comments on social media pages. Like it's, it's a distraction. It's a distraction. So now you've taken the UFO, you know, spunkiness that you put out there like making people believe oh shit something this is actually real and you're taking it away by using it at the time of the of crises there's a lot of crisis going on right so i feel like they're trying to redact their ufo findings via crisis that's going on right now and i'm not taking anything away from the crisis because there's tons of it going on right now from the food shortages to the eggs to the, to the chemicals but i feel like they're using it because they know people are going to be like see they're putting we're, we're putting this out now and people are saying it's it's fake because, you know, it, it, it's at this time. And I feel like they're actually kind of being really smart, like using multiple, multiple methods and they're taking and they're putting it out now and it's causing people. And I see a lot of people saying this, that UFOs are fake. It's a distraction because look what else is going on, which is if in fact true. And I see a lot of people saying that because there's a lot of other information coming out about these ufos the fighter pilot that shot down the the ufos in i believe uh alaska i heard the audio it was either alaska or it was or the canada one right and they couldn't describe what it was now it happened to be that it wasn't a large object the whichever one it was because i i don't remember so i apologize but there was four sightings or three sightings yeah and yeah the audio basically said you know, you hear the audio from the cock the cockpit, and and it says it looks like a a metal cylinder attached with some kind of strings, but it's metal, but it's very small and it's moving weird. And you know, the the just the audio alone was like what? And then it brings me to my next point, which is we're talking about the United States Air Force fired a five hundred thousand or four hundred thousand dollar missile. And missed the first shot. Fired the second missile and shot this thing down. So now you're up at a mil, right? A million dollars. He spent a million dollars to shoot this thing down. And out of the locations where the UFO sightings were happened, right? Yukon, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Canada and Alaska. You shot these things down. And guess what? It's now what? February 16th, 17th? What is it? Yeah, yeah, 16th. 16th. And did they find anything yet? No. In Alaska, it it hit ice and went into the water. In Canada, they shot it down and they haven't recovered it. Now you you can have the United States military help out Canadian forces. Haven't got that yet. And coincidentally, they shot these things down over areas where there's not a lot of people. In Alaska, there's not a lot of people over where they shot it down. You know, no people are going to go looking in this ice ice lake. And in the area of Canada where they shot this down, I don't think there's a high population either. And I've heard actually 
couple people on on social media saying they shot this thing down in in areas where there's no people. So, you know, what's going what's going on? And then it leads me back to, you know, they haven't found it yet and they haven't really told too much more about it except they're leaving people in limbo and it's causing people to flip-flop, which I have another friend, um Charlie, which was his birthday yesterday. And he's always back and forth with believing, not believing, believing, not believing. And and I feel like this is a a really smart tactic that, you know, we're going to wait to do this so that we can kind of reverse the belief of UFOs. Because we thought it was a good idea to release it in 2020, telling people it was real. But now people are getting so far into the rabbit hole with this stuff and they're figuring out more things that we might have to pull it back a little bit. So let's say we're shooting them down, which they won't believe that we're shooting down alien technology. And we're going to do it right in the midst of something else that I'm going to say we cause, but because right now it it looks so, so crazy. It does look like it's being, it's not accidental. So I'm not saying the government did it, but you know what I mean? But we're going to release this, News that we're shooting UFOs down right in right in the middle of accidental chemical spills. I, to me, that's that's my theory. They're trying to reverse everything, and it's a smart tactic. Right. Um, you know, uh, why are magicians so good? The illusionists that are so good are the ones that are pre- have perfected the very simplest of tricks, which is sleight of hand. I want you to look left because I'm doing something right. I want you to look right because I'm doing something left. Best magicians in the world, the best illusionists in the world practice that very simple function. Yes, distraction is a very good way of keeping people out of business. And yes, people, people, not a person, people. And when I say that, I mean like a group, like a large, large group. And I'm not talking about five, six. I mean like millions. It's easy to distract when you put it and frame it in a way. Now, could these things that they shot down be so small? Sure. I mean, we could be talking about legitimate tech drones that are just the next wave. Fine. Or they could be sidewinder missiles, if you want, right? They could be things that are projectiles that were launched, and that's why they fly in a certain pattern, because they don't have a discernible pattern as a flight, um, a, uh, you know, a manned vehicle or a, a flighted vehicle, because it's a launched item. And, you know, projectiles like that won't have necessarily, um, especially if they're designed that way, won't have a um, uh, a discernible flight path. Okay, fine. I'll buy that. I'll buy that part. But I do remember when they released that information, I was like, oh, wow, holy crap. They said it's real. And then it went away, right? COVID distract. Um, not that it's a distraction. I mean, it was going on. COVID was at its peak and, you know. And you got all the, the arguments over the vaccinations and whether we agree with the vaccinations or not. And, you know, whether you want to give credit where credit is due. Uh, the 45th president is the one who opened up the wallet and created the action plan that started it. Yes, it was distributed under the, our 46th president, but the 45th president did open a wallet and say, you six organizations, whoever comes with me with the best is going to get the money. Well, we'll go there. Distractions work. That's my point. Distractions do work. Now, again, it could be legit. It could not be legit. These could be devices and things that these pilots really don't know. I mean, you're also naming, you want to name things, you're naming Alaska and Canada, right? We're talking about where the biggest trucker, and we'll go back to that. You talked about truck explosions earlier on. The biggest trucker picket line in in a sense was, right? They weren't going to do it. They weren't going to do the cross-country travel. And they were called every name under the sun for wanting to stand up for their rights at that point. It's funny that in these same locations, coincidentally, that these items are going down. Yeah, maybe you can't find it under ice. Okay. But what about global warming? Isn't the ice melting? Um, so, you know, why can't we find it? Did it go all the way down to the bottom of the ocean that fast? What'd you hit it with? You didn't hit it with a missile. You must have hit it with a cement brick and gave it a pair of, uh, you know, old school mafia shoes, right? Um, like, and then the one in Canada, there's not a large population. Okay. Do it in grid search. If you grid search the area, you got to find it eventually. I mean, we could, we could go back. We're, and we're talking that about thing. military that's supposed to have, uh, 
thermal vision, UAVs, um, you know, sonar, um, you know, there's drones that are, are, are flying from the average Joe that have night vision. You know, they send right. their drones up at, at night and have, and you have a pair of goggles that you can wear on your head and, and, and fly the drone, you know, as if you're flying it, but you're stationary flying, piloting the drone. I mean, and, this must have been the luckiest shot in the world. It landed in mud, like when they fought the Predator in yeah, the first movie. Yeah, it, it's 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 wild, and it's crazy too because the um, the cockpit audio of whichever I, I really wish I knew the exact or where that audio came from, whether it was the Canada one or the Alaska one. But there was multiple descriptions of each of each object. One was octagonal; um, it was like an octagon shape. One right. was this the size of a car. This cockpit audio from whether it was Alaska or, or Canada was saying the object was smaller. And but then cylindrical, then, yeah. That yeah. one I heard about. But then again, you know, when people see UFOs, like I saw one and I've said the story a thousand times. You've heard the story, I've told you many times, but you know, they're different shapes. Like the one yeah. I saw, you know, the one that was I hundred percent sure it was a UFO. It was above Janal's Tower and the thing was gigantic, just floating above this tower in Bronx, New York. In, in you know 95 so like these things do come in different shapes and sizes so you know it, you don't know what it is but the fact of the matter is they, they fired one missile at, at one it missed and then they shot it again they spent a million dollars to shoot this thing down and they still haven't recovered it which really to me uh, a, a phrase i like to use is raises eyebrows it's a ra- eyebrow raising story which now days later we still don't know what it was and and everybody's people like myself are just all over the place reporting all the crazy conspiracies and things going on ufos are real ufos are not real chemical this chemical that eggs this egg that it's it's just it's pretty insane this this last two weeks has been just insane right and you know what? I want to I want to say something because I know I don't know how much time we got left, but I want to. We got about sure this seven, yeah, about seven minutes. So the the thing is, right? We want to we want you can't put a genie back in a bottle. That's an expression. It's as old as I can remember. But you opened it. You opened it. That's it. And now now you're gonna have people say you're lying. You're covering it up. Okay, maybe we are crackpots. The people that are saying you're lying, covering it up. Maybe we aren't. You know, I'm not. I, I won't fit myself into a category. I say we in the collective, right? Um, Maybe it isn't real. Maybe it is real. But, and I'll say this, and this is this will be my like final stance on the matter. If it isn't real, and these aren't UFOs, and these are drones, or these are tech, explain to me then, explain to me these radio signals we keep picking up with our great technology. And the James Webb telescope, telescope yeah. right, is fantastic. Images they get from that. I know that doesn't come with sound. But explain to me all these radio signals that are coming from different locations at different times with different frequencies. You can't tell me all of that stuff is our stuff getting bounced back at us. It can't be. Well, I actually read a report on that, that that, that uh, certain stars and black holes can emit radio signals. And I'm like, that kind of doesn't make sense to me. But then In again, a pattern. I- in a pattern, yeah. though, Bill, yeah. no. I yeah, mean, I I, that's that's being... what I said. I was just going to say I, I don't agree with that. I mean, you could you could the, the term pi is a mathematical term, right? Pi doesn't have a pattern. It's it never repeats itself. Fine, that exists. We know those kinds of numbers exist because we haven't discovered math that could solve that kind of an issue. You can't tell me something's going to be repetitive, okay? You know, a dying car makes a noise, but then as it shifts into a different mode of dying, the noise changes. The frequency of the sound would not remain the same from 30 light years away, 30 million light years away from the start to the finish. There would be some change from the same location. It, well, you know, not the same location because obviously they move and, you know, things move. But from that general location, you'd be getting maybe, and I'll use arbitrary numbers, 10 days of signal A, 10 days of signal A2, 10 days of signal A3. Like it would degrade over time it wouldn't be the exact same thing so i call bs on that one just saying yeah i i agree man i i the signal thing and and the excuses and you know the the people reporting this stuff obviously are smarter than the average person reading the articles and i feel like they could just say whatever to deter it and 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 again it comes back to media business i feel that everything is at play when it comes to what they want people to know and at the end of the day, 
social media is a blessing, but then it's a curse because we read most of these articles now via social media. We have, people don't even really watch the news like that anymore. And they're telling us it's radio signals from stars, radio signals that are ours, radio signals that we sent uh, 20 years ago coming back and it's, you know, totally different. So I, I agree with you with that. It just doesn't really make any sense. But Nick, I want to thank you because we're running out of time. We've been talking now almost an hour. But before I formally thank you, I just want to let everybody know that this podcast and having Nick on the podcast was made possible by Anchor. Anchor by Spotify is the free app that allows you to get your own podcast out there, giving you all the tools you need to get your podcast on platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and many other outlets. So Anchor, thank you for giving me the opportunity to have my friend on and talk about all this UFO conspiracies and everything like that. And Nick, I want to thank you. And I really do hope that you uh, come on again and we can actually talk because I'm dying to get off the conspiracy talk. I want to talk about paranormal and cryptids. So hopefully you come back on and we can do another episode with uh, some spooky talk. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Whenever you want, brother. I got you, buddy. You got your number on speed dial. So we'll get in touch again. We'll do this again next time we do it. We'll set a time and a place that we can uh, record with uh, in person so that the audio comes out better and, um, you know, we can get a lot more rap. That sounds good, my man. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, listening and putting up with this uh, old knucklehead's uh, commentary. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good, buddy. All right. Thank you. And thanks for everybody for listening to another episode of the Say What Again, Billy podcast. (laughs) 